You could say we have voter fraud in Ohio, or you could say our election system works, according to data from the Secretary of State. Things are looking way up at the Cuyahoga County Jail, and the city of Cleveland was less than honest about knowing the reasons it lost $1.5 million in AIDS grants. That's the news on this edition of The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Thursday, December 5th. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. For anyone wondering about election fraud in Ohio, we have a number that is interesting. 77. That's how many non-citizens cast ballots illegally in the state in the November 2018 election. Now that's 77 out of nearly 4.5 million votes cast, which is an infinitesimally small number. It comes from Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, who asked Attorney General Dave Yost to investigate. LaRose said his office has also identified 277 people who appeared to be illegally registered to vote. Generally, non-citizens who register to vote, or even do vote, do so mistakenly, not understanding the laws around voting, according to elections officials and activists. Charges for election fraud are only brought in instances where people were found to have intentionally violated the law. For example, in 2017, Cuyahoga County grand jurors declined to charge 16 non-citizens who registered to vote, as well as an additional person who actually did vote. You want good news? We have good news. Conditions in the Cuyahoga County Jail have improved dramatically since last year, when a U.S. Marshals Service inspection found no end of inhumane conditions there. The latest annual inspection by the state reports better medical care for inmates, better staffing, and reduced inmate population. The annual review shows that the jail operations are in line with 113 state standards compared to a mere 51 at this time last year and 94 in October. The jail population is under its design capacity for the first time in years. While the practice of locking inmates in cells because of understaffing still does happen, the jail has hired guards to reduce the frequency. State inspectors found the jail is still out of compliance with 17 state guidelines, many of which are related to the physical layout of the outdated building, which county officials are considering how to renovate or replace. Other negative marks included a lack of two-way radios for guards and some deficiencies in training. The city of Cleveland is being dishonest about not knowing why it lost $1.5 million in AIDS education and treatment grants, so says the Ohio Department of Health. An email sent by the department to the city on Tuesday shows that the decision not to renew the grants followed months of communication with Mayor Frank Jackson's administration. The state found in February that the city was failing to live up to terms of the grant, resulting in a corrective plan. The email this week says the city also failed to live up to the terms of that plan. The health department told Cleveland.com about the history with the city after reading comments by a city spokeswoman who called the cutting of the grant a travesty. Cleveland is losing two grants for the program, which provided AIDS prevention, education, testing, and treatment in Cuyahoga Lake, Geauga, Lorraine, Medina, and Ashtabula counties. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson signed off Wednesday on the plan by Jack Entertainment to build a pedestrian walkway over Ontario Street, linking the old Higby building to parking across the way. 
Jack Entertainment contends the walkway will make the upper floors of the Higby building more marketable as office space for as many as 500 jobs. The walkway is a key part of that plan because it will connect the May Company garage across Ontario, providing quick access to parking. Cleveland's Planning Commission approved the project in November. City Council on Monday added its approval. The area between Public Square and Prospect Avenue is just a block west of the thriving East 4th Street Entertainment District, yet has experienced little growth since the 2012 opening of the casino in the Higby Building. Jack Entertainment and the rest of Dan Gilbert's family of companies now control several properties in the neighborhood where they plan renovations that they hope will spur economic growth. A partnership between Cleveland.com and Lake Erie, Inc. to honor our late reporter Nikki Delamott has helped 12 Northeast Ohio teenagers take creative risks in their writing, they told us after completing the fall version of Right About Now. After 10 weeks of working with Cleveland.com reporters and editors, most said they are more interested in journalism and feel more confident about expressing their ideas. The 8th through 12th grade students heard weekly from Cleveland.com staffers about writing, met with them to plan and edit their pieces, and saw their stories, poems, and other forms of writing published on our website. Delamotte was the victim of a murder-suicide last year, and she was an avid volunteer at Lake Erie, Inc. in Cleveland Heights. Her colleagues wanted to continue her legacy of helping others, and so did the philanthropic arm of Cleveland.com's parent company. The Samuel I. Newhouse Foundation donated $10,000 to create Right About Now, paying for Chromebooks, transportation, and snacks for students in the newsroom, plus $100 stipends to students who completed the requirements. We will host another session beginning January 21st. Thank you for listening to The Wake Up. We have a longer newsletter version of this that is a great way to get caught up on the news when you rise each day. Sign up for the free weekday email at cleveland.com newsletters. We'll be back tomorrow with another audio version. 